0: Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, We're back with Paul Sexton, the author of Prince, a portrait of the artist in memories and memorabilia, for some bonus questions. Welcome back, Paul. Thanks, sir. So I have to ask do you have a favorite Prince song? And if so, why? Is it your favorite?
1: It's just one of those how long have you got questions isn't it you know and it, it changes every day I expect not just with Prince but with a lot of artists I, I would tend to sort of want to come up with something a little bit more uh, interesting in other words not the obvious hits from, from the sort of heyday I suppose but this track that comes to mind it is from that period it's just one that was not a big hit single it's also one that's tinged with sadness. And when I think about it, it it actually was one of the songs that I used at the very end of the radio documentary, the BBC documentary uh, that I made, um, because it just seemed to have an incredible poignancy to it. And that's a song called Sometimes It Snows in April. Beautiful song. From the Parade album, as featured in the film Under the Cherry Moon. And, you know, it's incredibly delicate. It's quite simple in its um, construction, but it's very reflective. And, you know, you can't help listening to it again Knowing that he's no longer with us, and he's just musing about life really, and how you know there's the lyric about um, good things never last. It's a bit of a tearjerker, actually, when you listen to it again. And of course, the other thing about it is he died in April, so that's even more poignant.
0: It's a beautiful song, and to your point, it depends what day it is. I'll put you on the spot here because that may be your Sunday song. What's your Friday night song? (laughs)
1: Um, okay, let's go for something more, much more upbeat. I'm gonna go for something like Girls and Boys. Because, you know, it, that's him. And there's so many of, the, of those tracks. I mean, it could have been one of many, but um, these are great party records, aren't they? And, and mm. just the way that starts, it kind of kicks in with that vocal and the drum comes in straight away. And we were watching the, uh, the video the other night for that, which is brilliant fun. And that's the one with the sort of set in the, what's like a 1920 setting, black and white thing. And, you know, it's wild. I love it.
0: I may have to go uptown on Friday night, but they're all good. Um, <laughs> do you have a favorite Prince album in Toto? Uh-
1: um well that one uh, might, i suppose it might be a little bit more of a predictable answer i probably would go with, uh, with sign of the times mm. i think and i would make that you know much as i love the idea that we're getting these augmented versions of the albums now and there's the uh, this uh, you know super deluxe edition of it but there's certainly a case for saying you know for listening to the original in it the version that came out and even that's an epic of course i mean i think it's about what is it 16 tracks it's probably about 80 minutes long or something i think but as was said a lot both at the time and, and ever since. I don't think he ever got the sheer gamut of styles that exist on that record. It's something that he never bettered, I don't think. You know, you had absolutely everything from funk to pop to rock to balladry. Sign of the Times itself is an extraordinary piece of work. You know, we have a story in the book from Susanna Melbourne talking about the creation of that song at the very beginning of the AIDS epidemic. And uh yeah, I mean, it's kind of a bland thing to say, but there's there's kind of something for everybody on there.
0: Wow, it's a great record. And I, I should point out also in your book, there's a fantastic story uh, that I had never heard. Uh, we won't repeat it here, so people will have to go buy your book. But Starfish and Coffee also, there's a story about the creation of that song in there, which is quite yes, touching.
1: That, yes, that's right. And Susanna, was, I mean, she was a lovely interviewee. And um, I remember when we were doing that interview, and it's actually specifically doing it for the radio show. I'd met her a little while before that when, when the, she and the guys in the family got back together to make a new record under the name f deluxe um, and i went out to minneapolis to interview her for the sunday times actually in the uk so we'd had that meeting and then she was happy to to talk to me on on the phone for the for the documentary and she was recording the interview her end and she just came out with these amazing stories and i'm thinking please please let it have recorded because you know this is golden and thankfully it did And she sent me the file of it straight afterwards and uh yeah that starfish and coffee story was was among the uh, the content
0: Definitely. It's a great one. So so last one here, and people may have, I'm sure there's hundreds of iconic live videos. These are my two, and I'm going to ask you to pick one. Yeah. Uh, the Super Bowl football sh- halftime show in Miami, where he plays Purple Rain in an absolute downpour, yeah. or the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction with Tom Petty, Donnie Harris, and Jeff Lynne, and others doing While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Which one are you picking?
1: I'm going to have to go for the second of those, I think. It's just, it's a visual treat. It's one of those, did this really happen kind of moments, uh, you know, not least because you look at the fact that uh, two of the main protagonists in it are no longer with us, you know, both Prince and Tom Petty. The fact that Jeff Lynn is there, and then you look in the back and, uh, that, isn't that Steve Winwood playing the organ? You know, what I mean, it's just outrageous. That, you know, you have all these amazing, and then Danny, George, because so, this is on the occasion of George Harrison's induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So his son, Danny, is there strumming a guitar and almost open mouthed in, in amazement and the great thing about it is that prince doesn't really feature it until halfway through does he you know he comes on looking amazing you know mm-hmm. just looking incredible and just lets rip with this guitar thing and then at a certain point throws the guitar up in the air right it's unbelievable and, yeah and then i love the fact that right at the end he doesn't stick around he's you know he's out of there he's gone yeah,
0: yeah. everybody great. on stage mouth is open. the guitar is still yeah. in the air i think and he's gone <laughs>
1: yeah. where's the guitar gone
0: well, thank you very much, Paul. It's Paul Sexton. His book is Prince, A Portrait of the Artist in Memories and Memorabilia. Pick it up. There's tons of great stories in it. Thank you again, Paul.
1: Thank you. I, you know, it means a lot. The fact, that you've, as I said before, that you've given it this much attention is, is, is great. I really appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Paul. If you enjoyed this teaser, have a listen to the complete podcast episode on your favorite podcast provider. Please follow, subscribe, and share. And thanks for listening to All Music Podcasts, a member of Pantheon Media.